Hello everyone and welcome back to On the Bright Side. I'm your host Caroline Susco. I hope you are having a great day and if you're not, you came to the right place because I'm here to get you back on track, get you into that positivity time. Time? Yeah, time. So before we even get started, if you're hearing this, this is very surprising because we have had so many troubles, not we, I, I have had so many troubles trying to record this episode and we will definitely get into it in this episode because you'll laugh. It's a good laugh. Actually, we have so much to cover today. So let me just tell you really quick. I, the room I usually go to record, it was too loud. And then I went back to my sorority house to record and the fire alarms were going off. So then I went and recorded in my car, but then the sound wasn't working. And basically I ended up recording this episode in my sorority bathroom, which is so super classy of me. But can we be honest, this, this would only happen to me, but it was funny. It made for a good story. And if you're listening to this, it obviously worked out. So it's all good. But anyway, so here's the rundown for today. So a while ago, I posted on my Instagram story and asked you guys to comment questions about navigating your 20s and all that. And so in an episode, I did all of that. But I did not answer one question that so many of you asked. And when I say so many, like 60% of the responses were this question. Like every scroll had that response somewhere in it. And not this question, this comment. And this comment was saying help. I don't know how to navigate post-grad life and I don't know what to do. I'm scared. Help. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be getting a job. I don't know if I'm supposed to be living my best life. Like, what path should I be taking? Should I have a job lined up right out of college? Should I not be worrying about that right now? Let me, so I just want to say that first to ease your worries because so many people said it. And I was like, shoot, I really can't help you there because I'm 20 years old and still in college. But that's definitely a question we all have in the back of our minds and a worry or whatever. So I was like, what do I do? How do I help? Because you know me, I love helping. So I was trying to figure out what I could do. And then I had my little ding, ding, ding moment. And my ding, ding, ding moment was my friend group. So my friend group is made up of mainly seniors right now and people that graduated. And then there's a few people here and there in my grade. So being the baby in the friend group, I watch everyone grow up first. I watch them navigate the real world first. I watch them graduate first. I, I stay that extra year alone while they're not here, while they're navigating that real world. And yes, at times it is sucky being the baby of the group for a lot of reasons you guys can probably guess that sounds really bad no for a lot <laughs> for a lot of reasons like i don't know but i was like why not i just bring one of them on and instead of me trying to talk about it because i i have no experience how the hell would i talk about it we'll bring someone on so i asked my friend max to come join me on the pod and Help me help you guys with your worries about post-grad life and all of that. And I just thought Max was perfect for this because Max and I, on conversations like these, we just build off each other. Build, build, build. We're like this. I don't know. We can get real really, really quick. So with that, let me welcome one of my best friends, Max, onto the pod.
I'm honored to be here. Of course. I'm glad you're here. I feel like we haven't talked in forever. So I'm glad we're doing this for everyone. I'm so excited. And I feel like, I feel like this is going to be funny because you don't ever see me like put together serious. It's always my, (laughs) my silly side. So this is going to be. I know you got it in you. I know you got it in you. (laughs) And guys, we're doing this through the phone because Max is in his work week at his real big boy job. And Uh. so this is like really not the environment we're usually in. But I have a feeling I'm going to laugh when I'm not supposed to, but I'm going to try my best. So before we get into this episode of all this fun talk about navigating post-grad life, I feel like I have to make the PSA that even if you're not entering post-grad life, this advice is going to be relatable to everyday life. So definitely keep that in mind because it can help you in more than one way. So Max, before we get started into the episode, I start each episode off with something we're grateful for to like set the tone. So if you want to go first with something you're grateful for, go for it. Yeah, put you on the spot put me on the spot man yeah <laughs> um all right I think something I'm grateful for is my family and friends I know that's very cliche but but having that those resources at your fingertips you know you can literally dial their number and get anything you need figured out um or any little piece of advice you're seeking so I think that's definitely something um I'm mm-hmm. very happy to have um, yeah in my life. no that's definitely similar to mine I'm grateful for friends, especially at New Hampshire, because I mean, I came to college not th- like not thinking I needed any more friends. I was like, no, like this is like just for school. Like I didn't really care. Like I had all my friends I needed, I thought. So like to come to UNH and meet all you guys and we're all so close is everything to me. It's the best. It is the best. And then So for you guys listening, Max, we have to explain how we met. Do you want to explain Mm -hmm. or do you want me to? Um, You can explain. I'll add. I'll add. Okay. 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 So one of my best friends was their neighbor and I don't even know. So I feel like it was just because I was always at their house. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And so one day they were outside and we were outside and my friend already was friends with them. And I don't really know how to explain it. We just like very quickly, quickly clicked. Well, it was like, it was like, this is Carol. And then the next, the next like seven days in a row, I want to actually say it was probably like the next three weeks. We literally hung out as a group, like all together, probably every single night. (laughs) And I think think that's that's kind of how we all got so close. It was like a just a sudden shock of friendship across mm-hmm. the board I think yeah which was, it made it that much better even after you guys graduated um we hung out all summer too like yeah. literally the entire summer I drove to them and then we drove other places but I feel like we were together a good amount of the time well you came to New Hampshire twice <laughs> I think so yeah I think you came to my house twice probably I think so crazy yeah. but yeah we were just inseparable it was a very like quick click Mm-hmm. And yeah. So first, how about you tell everyone a little about yourself, where you're living now, where you went to school and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm Maxwell Chartier. You can call me Max, so if you ever see me out. <laughs> but uh, I'm 22. <laughs> if you ever see me out. Yeah, I'm 22. I graduated from UNH 
this past spring. Um, I'm living in Boston, Massachusetts now. Um, I'm a financial analyst. Not very exciting, but yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of the uh, the rundown. Yeah, he's in the big corporate world now, navigating mm-hmm. through life. And I know a lot of you guys were worried about post grad life and trying to navigate it. I feel like a lot of my listeners are senior in college, but again, it's like all over the place. But I know you guys were worried about that and I didn't want to leave you hanging. And obviously I can't address that because I'm still in college, but I was like, perfect perks to being the baby in the friend group is you have everyone, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you have everyone to watch and learn from. So how about we get into the social part of post-grad life? Because I feel like that was the biggest part people wanted to hear. So if you want to jump into that and go for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first congratulations by the way you thank had you tremendous success with this and i think it's incredible that you're able to you know use your vulnerability of of this couple of years in college and turn it into something that other people can use as a resource so i think that's wicked cool we are only two minutes in and max is already <laughs> max is already getting inspirational uh you knew that was that was coming you knew that <laughs> <laughs> but thank you thank you thank you yes you're very welcome of course yeah, I mean, so I like to section my life, I feel like, into three pieces, um, professional, social, and mental. I think those are three, you know, I think those are three pillars of, of, a, of a good life. Mm-hmm. Um, so socially, this is something I adopted toward the end of college, something I wish I adopted much sooner, but say yes to everything kind of became my, my motto. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. in moderation, right? Don't get mm-hmm. me, uh, don't twist my words here. But, <laughs> um, I think in college, it's so important to say yes to the plans that, that f- unfold because you really don't, you'll never be in a scenario where you have that little responsibilities with like that many people that are just like you. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, like you're in, in five, 10 years, you're, you're not going to sit on your couch and be like, oh, I wish I sat in that night and, and, and watch TV. You're going to mm-hmm. wish that you went out and because you never know who you're going to meet or, or what's going to happen. And so I think just saying yes to if someone comes up to you and says, hey, you want to go out tonight? If you don't have any like pressing issues or like nothing urgent, do the next day, just do it. Like, yeah, forget everything and and just say yes and be spontaneous, because I think that's you're going to you're going to have a lot more fun doing that than whatever else you're going to do. Yeah, I feel like I have a problem with that. No, I, I don't feel like I do have a problem with that where I'm like, oh, I could be doing this. Oh, I could be doing this. And then. I look back and I'm like, oh, like there's so we only have four years in college and then it's just like real world post-grad and all that. So like, I know you said this before, but you're like, just say yes to as many things as you can. Like when you were in school, you're like, Caroline, if there's one thing I can tell you, just say yes and go out and go do all that fun stuff. Like while you can. Because it like doesn't hit you until you literally have two weeks left of college and you're literally like it's not even like a motto anymore. Like everyone's just saying yes to everything because in two weeks in literally like 14 days, you're not going to be ever have college again. And mm-hmm. like, it, I feel like it, di- it didn't really set in for me until school ended and we were just waiting to graduate. And that like a little buffer period in between was like the mm-hmm. period where I was like, damn, this doesn't last forever. And I really need to maximize the time I have left. Yeah. Even though it's so- only like two weeks. No, but like the last two weeks, how we were saying before, we were together like every day, all of us doing something like 24 seven. And we Mm -hmm. were up to like 4am outside, like all hanging out, like 
there was not one moment where we weren't doing something because right. because i think like, everyone oh, was sad that the, that the group other. was like breaking apart you know like we right. just we we jumped into this like friend group suddenly and then what there was like two three weeks left mm-hmm. of school and everyone was like we have to do something every night but that was right. the best I, like i always say like those were probably the best three weeks of my life thus far i had so much fun um yeah physically like my body was so exhausted just from like all the <laughs> you know but no it, i truly like that was like the best couple of weeks of my life so far so yeah so oh, say yes yeah. to everything um and i think branching off that you know like put your phone down right like i think it's so easy to get in a new new situation new environment with people you you're not really super familiar with and the minute like that first bit of awkwardness strikes, you just want to pick your phone up and, you know, bury your head in mm-hmm. it. Um, and I think that that's not, that's not going to do you any good when you're trying to meet new people and whatnot. Um, and you can apply this to postgrad too. Like you're going to be living in a new city maybe, or you're going to be, you're, you know, your scenery is going to change when you move back home or, or move to a city or, or whatnot. So, you know, just trying to maximize the amount of new people that you meet, put your phone down. Um, Mm -hmm. it it really will go a long way Um, and your you know your personal skills talking to people will get a lot better too yeah I totally agree with you like when we get into an awkward situation that's what I do I just always go like right to my phone like then it it's nice to have a conversation without people looking at their phones and just that because everyone's invested so like even this right now neither of us are on our phones that's why Mm -hmm. it's just so much easier because it's like a real genuine conversation with no like hiccups Right. And like, I know, like if, if I'm talking to somebody and they pull out their, they're just looking down at their phone. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, these, this person doesn't want to talk to me. Yeah. So that's like, the, like, that's the perception, even though you may like really want to talk to that person. I feel like that's the perception that it gives off automatically. Exactly. No, no, I totally agree. I agree. Yeah. And I guess like these kind of all snowball off each other, but the next thing I was going to say is when you're in like a social environment, you just kind of want to be you, especially in college. And I think we were talking about this a little bit earlier, um, but like your friends that are actually your true friends will come naturally. Like you, you, you just have to do you. And if someone's like not vibing with, you know, the person that you are naturally, they're, they're not mm-hmm. going to be with you in the end. Right. So I think the reason why that group was the group that we, we built was so close knit was because like everyone was just goofing around. Like it was like 30, 40 goofballs all just hanging out and nobody cared about anything. So I think that's kind of why we, like, I think the first day I met you, your head was in a bucket and you're doing that dumb thing that, <laughs> oh yeah. So I just think like, I was like, this group's awesome. Like I just met you and I'm watching them like dunk their heads in a bucket. So you're like, oh, this is the girl that had the crush on me for two weeks. Yeah. No, I'm saying like. <laughs> that's just like that's such an important it's such an important thing to just be like unconditionally yourself because like then the people that actually like you for you will will stick around you know Mm -hmm. so I think after college especially my experience being in a city you don't want to be fake because then if you start meeting people and they're like this is the way this guy is and then your true self comes out they're gonna be like wait a minute this is this is weird Mm -hmm. so I think that's a big piece like when you're when your scenery changes post-grad or even in college, like just try to be you and, you know, your true friends will, will come naturally. And Definitely. Effort. Yeah. We have to make it clear though. I wasn't only, <laughs> we made it sound like I was drowning myself. No, it was a, it was a, we were <laughs> it was at, a dunkaroo guy. <laughs> yeah. We were at some darty or something and it was something they were doing. It was very, it was a, it was a festivity. It wasn't a, it was, I didn't just like walk, walk in on her like, you know. <laughs> oh my God. 
Yeah, that, no, that was definitely one of the first times you met me. Yeah, I think it was like <laughs> the second time or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, then going off of that, just to um, post-grad, especially I feel like it's all about experience too. I mean, I'm acting like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. So if you <laughs> if you want to go off from that like experience and all that yeah no yeah you're right so I mean like I said like circling back like you sitting in your apartment watching tv uh let's say on a Saturday night because Mm -hmm. either like my excuse always was like didn't want to spend money like oh no I'm gonna stay in tonight I didn't want to spend money and then like at the end of the night when when I go to bed I'm like thinking to myself I really wish I went out like that looked like it'd been a good time right and mm-hmm. so that just goes to the, like the whole experience thing. End of your life when you're telling your kids, like you, you don't want to, you don't want to have any regrets, right? Like you want to mm-hmm. be able to say like you live your life to the fullest and experienced all those fun things that, you know, college kids are able to experience. So mm-hmm. just, you know, like say yes to everything, put your phone down and be you. Those are like my three like social pieces Thanks. of advice and everything else will kind of fall into line. Yeah. And like, I mean, if you have the money, I always say to like my, not to, I, I don't know. I always just think like, if you have the money, you're not going to look back like five years from now and be like, oh, I wish I had that 20 bucks. You're going to be like, oh, that was a good memory, you know? Right. You work for your money so you can spend it and mm-hmm. you may as well like have a good time while you're at it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just that like, it's just that happy medium of, cause you know how people are like in their twenties, they're like, Oh, the twenties is your time to like have fun, find yourself and all that. But then yeah. there's other people saying like, Oh, twenties is your time to get on that grind, get a job right after college and like get on that expected path. Yeah, no, you're hundred percent right. I think mm-hmm. both of those points are very important. I mean, I think on obviously your twenties is that period where like, obviously you don't have kids yet. Right you're you're just kind of navigating life like with a bunch of other kids that are your age um like at least in the beginning you're not living with a significant other like you're living with with people your age Mm -hmm. um but at that same time that's the time like post-grad that you want to like figure out what you want to do with your life you don't have to know exactly but you kind of want to set yourself up so you're in a good position um Mm -hmm. so when you start getting into like 25 26 27 you kind of have an idea of what direction you want to move in right so it's all a balance like you want to you want to maximize like your your social experiences but also you want to set yourself up like professionally um the best the best way that you can yeah and you have you have all your life for adulting and mm-hmm. financial crap and all that like take take the time you have being young and like embrace it absolutely so i know you moved to Boston. So from where we are, that's not that far. So like, I'll still see you guys, but how would you say you made more friends in a new place? Because yes, you had friends going with you. Like some of them would be roommates, but yes, you still mm-hmm. make new friends. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question. So from my experience, it wasn't all like you and H people moving to Boston. It was a mm-hmm. whole like web of different friends and different connections, friends of friends and stuff like that, who all like, kind of moved into the same area and I think the easiest way to make friends was just becoming friends with friends of friends if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. so like my brother who lives a minute down the road from me his roommate went to Syracuse and so we became friends with all his Syracuse friends and like we've gone to house parties with all like people that are friends with those friends yeah and you don't you just have to show up and those people are automatically there like you don't have to put in much effort I think the next way would be like going to the bars and, and just talking to people. 
like mm-hmm. don't don't be afraid to you know have a group of people go up to another group and be like hey how long have you lived here stuff like that it's important to you know branch out and and make new friends when you move to a new area so you have people around you that you know but i think those are those are probably the two the two best right. ways to make new friends in a new area yeah yeah um so how was social media when you got to boss like okay so on social media obviously you see everyone best part of their lives and mm-hmm. you're not seeing the other part so how was that when you were moving to boston i think that i mean if you're not in a um, job that's focused around social media you kind of lose you, you kind of lose the time to you know be that person on be that presence on social media mm-hmm. i think like i think at least like the people that i've met i don't even have on like instagram or anything i've been using those apps less so I think they're, yeah. they're, they're like more genuine connections rather than like me searching someone up on Instagram and being like, oh, their life looks sick. Right. Um, I think it's more genuine um, than, than, than it is in college. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in college, right when you're getting to the school, you're, you're really just trying to make friends with anyone because you want to fit in, like find your group. Right. Right. No. Yeah. It's everyone's kind of over that once you move to the new city um, and you, mm-hmm. you don't meet people. You really don't meet people on apps because everyone kind of lives in different areas. You more meet people like through being with them physically, mm-hmm. um, whether you like meet them at the bar or you meet them at like a like a house party, like I said. So it's not like you're meeting someone on social media for the first time. Right. Um, you, you're meeting them in person. So you kind of get to know them off the jump, which is which is a lot, which I, I like a lot better. But. Mm-hmm. so I feel like that brings us to mentally talking about post-grad and like your grad and your mental state so if you want to hit on that go for it yeah absolutely so I've personally this is something I've been trying to get better at because I've always been not excellent at expressing my emotions to other people I kind of body like just bottle them up mm-hmm. but I think that it's important I've come to learn to not be afraid to communicate how you're feeling about anything whether it be you know, your parents, your friends, your cousins, whoever it may be. But it's important to kind of get a second brain on whatever you may going, whatever you may be going through, um, just to kind of pick at the parts that you're struggling with and mm-hmm. try to find potential solutions. Don't be afraid of the emotions. Like your body's feeling it for a reason, right? You wouldn't be sad if, if there wasn't a reason behind it. Um, I mean, maybe you would if, you know, but I think that talking through those and, and saying them out loud is something that Mm -hmm. at least a start to um, trying to figure out what what's the root cause of all of it you know yeah and just like not being afraid to communicate with people and like call your parents or call your friends because most likely someone's going through it someone knows what how you feel someone felt like that at some point or someone will feel like that at some point so just like having that option to call is yeah exactly yeah I was gonna say like building off that um utilize your parents I mean at least for me like they're the most important people in my life and I know everyone has different you know scenarios but I think that if you have a someone in your life that's older than you that has experienced more um, and like you said like someone who's been through more than you have it's very important to pick that person's brain because they most likely have you know a solution or something that could you know that would relate to you to make you feel Mm -hmm. a little bit better but I think parents specifically are very important to utilize because they're like your parent for a reason, you know, and, and that's kind of what they're for. Um, and you, you, you should take advantage of it while you, while you can. So, and, and the other thing is like, they want to hear from you. Like whenever I call my mom, I try to call her uh, a couple times a week, but we talk for like an hour, 
just about yeah you know just catching up and I'm sure like I'm sure you're the same but yeah um, yeah I'm always I'm like once a day I'm calling my mom or dad yeah so even if there's not anything like pressing going on I think it's important to just communicate with with your parents and Mm -hmm. you know because they want to hear about your life and 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 I'm sure you want to hear about theirs as well right yeah and it's it's also kind of just like a good reset too because it's not Mm -hmm. with the people you're with 24 7 you know what I'm saying like it's not and if you have some like crap to get off your chest it's not like it's gonna like bite you in the butt later like it's your parents yeah they only want what's best for you right like you don't gotta worry about anyone else or or anyone that may be involved in in what you're going through yeah Um, so yeah, I definitely think parents should have a big gold star next to them. And moral of the story, the list. moral of the story, call your parents, guys, pause it right now and call your parents, call your mom, call your dad, call whoever, tell them you love right them. Right now. I know. I mean, even like on top of my parents, like I'm always texting you guys and my guy, like, just cause you're older than me. Mm-hmm. It's just like to have like a little, I don't know, like you've learned more than I have. You're older. It's just easier. It's like a big brother to go to. Exactly. No. Yeah. I, like I said, like anyone who's experienced more, like I have a cousin who's 25, you know, anything that I may have that, that I don't really, that I'm kind of unsure about. He's my next bet. If, you know, it's mm-hmm. not something I can bring to my parents, he's my next mm-hmm. bet who may have an idea of, of, you know, a solution or something. So yeah, like you said, I mean, anyone who's older than you, who's experienced a little bit more could be mm-hmm. a great resource as well. Yeah. No, there, <laughs> there were times where I was literally texting you <laughs> about guys and I was like, Max, this guy's not talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the advice I just went for you for. <laughs> no, yeah. I love that. No, I, I, I love when people reach out. It's yeah. the best. It makes you feel good. I'm sure people reach out to you. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. No, I know, it, at least for me, it makes me feel good. It does. It does make you feel good. I know you were, I know you're saying about trying to go on your phone list too. Like that definitely helps your mental state, especially like being in a new place, because even when you're on your phone, it's just things that sometimes you don't want to see and it contributes to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like that change is already hard enough. Like, I mean, for me, college change, you know, it was hard as hell for me, mm-hmm. but it's just like, if you get off your phone for a little bit and go like, try to do things. And I don't know, it's just easier when you're not seeing other people's lives and having them contribute to it, you know? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think that change, that transition into college, especially with social media and everything where everyone's trying to, you know, make form little friend groups and mm-hmm. everything's so fabricated online. Right. And right. like, you don't really even know somebody until you actually like hang out with them. And so I think if you can make it through that in college, um, it kind of goes off of what I was saying a little bit earlier, like at post-grad is so much more genuine. I feel like, so if you can make it through like that little adjustment in college where everyone's kind of figuring out themselves, mm-hmm. then you can literally make it through anything like in regards to social media. Right. But yeah, like being not use not utilizing your phone is, is just so like, it's just worked magnitudes for me, like for my mental health and, mm-hmm. and when I'm in like social settings and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, there's this thing I've, I've definitely told you about this before, but for people that are listening, I was listening to this podcaster and she was like, when you wake up, don't go on your phone for an hour. And before Mm -hmm. you go to bed, don't go on your phone for an hour, because then it just like, you set the intentions for your day and you don't let the notifications on your phone set Mm -hmm. the intentions. So like, if you, if I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like the less you're on it, it's just so much better. No. Yeah. I have a note on here that I was going to talk about, like. I've been doing this lately is I, I wake up and when it was nicer, I'd 
go on my back porch, wouldn't even bring my phone at all. Mm -hmm. I'd go on my back porch, I'd make some breakfast and I'd like read a book or I would just like sit there and eat my breakfast. Mm -hmm. Like I would try to not touch my phone for, you know, like an hour is kind of hard when you like, you got to jump on work. Right. But Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Um, you know, even if it's like 15, 20 minutes, don't go on your phone. Like just try to, you know, level set your head. Um, Mm -hmm. before bed is very hard. I'm, I can't, I don't know how people do that. I don't know either. I'm on my phone like right before I go to bed. So that's something I definitely can improve upon, but I'm always just texting people right before I go to bed and my like fingers are going to like the very last second I shut my eyes, which is so bad. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I close my eyes. I'm like, my eyes are burning. (laughs) No. And then someone will have to text me like, okay, I'm going to bed before I'll actually go to bed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I do. All right. Anything else on that one or did we cover it? Um, I guess a little thing, like, I know it's easy, like to get caught up in everything that you're doing right? Like whether it be schoolwork or, or a passion that you may have mm-hmm. or, or work, um, actual work, it's easy to get caught up and, you know, not give your brain that break that it needs. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to, if you're feeling like you're in a rut, to take a break and, and do something that you actually like thoroughly enjoy doing. Uh, I'm not saying that like what, what you know, if, you, if you're working or your schoolwork, you're not enjoying it, but do something that involves like very minimal brain power. So for me, mm-hmm. like I'll go to the gym if I feel like I'm in like a rut. And I'll just like blast some music. Don't have to think about anything. I'm just like doing me. Right. So I know it's not going to the gym for everybody, but like do something that you really thoroughly enjoy doing and mm-hmm. give your brain that break that it really needs. Because I, I promise you, like when you when you go back to the task at hand, you're going to feel refreshed and, and you'll be able to tackle it. And it's just easy because, I mean, you know me, I have so much freaking energy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> just to do something else and like burn it before I like actually go back and I'm like, okay, let me sit down and actually do this. Yeah. No, yeah. It's so important. Like just move or even it's just like go for a walk. Like mm-hmm. what do they call it? like a hot girl walk? Like do that. Like just walk hot around, walk. Like, yeah, walk around the, the block or whatever. And, you know, I'm sure you'll feel a lot better once you get back to mm-hmm. your desk or, or whatever you I love hot girl walks I've been doing I've been doing them every day I can like they're just I don't know I just love them (laughs) okay so now going into professionally what do you have to say about that and advice for people post-grad I think it's important to start with being happy you know everyone there's this overarching idea of like your job is you know, like the death of you. And I think that it doesn't have to be that way. I think with whatever you do, like you need to be happy or you're going to absolutely hate your life. So find something you like and stick with that. Because I think with that, then you'll, you'll truly be happy and you'll, you'll wake up excited to do what you want to do. And I think another little piece of that is like, know what you're worth. So if you, if you think that, you know, like if if you're at a job and you know, they may not be treating you well, like, you know, you got to stick up for yourself and, and know what you're worth. And have the strength to walk and, you know, try something else. So I think like right. before, you know, before you can do anything else, like just you want, I think being happy is, is your, should be your priority when you're looking for a job and kind of trying to imagine yourself in different scenarios. Like when you're still in college um, and, and you're looking um, for, for a position post-grad. So I think like that's kind of your main, that should be your main goal is, you know, seeing yourself, and potentially like being happy when you're in a job. Mm-hmm. I feel like people think also that you have to go in loving your job. And I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like that's not, it's like, it's not going to be rainbows and 
I don't know, whatever the saying is, I forget, but it's not going to be, <laughs> it's not going to be that like right away. Like sometimes you may hate a job, but it mm. like funnels you down to the job that you're going to love, you know, like it's stepping mm. points. Yeah. Like you gotta, I mean, everyone always says like, at least in finance, you got to put the work in, like you got to grind in the beginning. It's not going to be the most like glorious work, like your glamorous work or whatever, but you're, you're going to have to put the hours in and in order to, you know, reap the benefits of, of that, all that hard work, um, because down the line, you'll be the guy, you know, two, three spots above where you're at now. And mm-hmm. you'll be looking back and saying, I put all that work in and, and I'm here now. So like right. you said, like, you know, it's not going to be all rainbows and butterflies from the jump. Like you're going to have to put the work in and, and um, you know, prove that you, you deserve to move up the ranks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, I don't know, normalizing that it's okay to not like your job right yeah, from no, the, exactly. right from the beginning. The only reason I'm saying this is because yesterday in class, my teacher said the exact thing. So that's why this is where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, so I think next, like, you know, like if you're in college now, which which you said most of those people are, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think it's important to, to understand, like, you don't have to figure out exactly what you want to do. Um, I certainly didn't know what I wanted to do um, going into senior year. But I think part of the realization and something that had helped me a lot was using the resources that your school provides. I know this is like cliche, but I think that was sort of the most like pivotal. Those were some of the most pivotal things I attended in like narrowing down kind of what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say overarching, like put yourself in uncomfortable situations professionally. Yeah. Like the only way that you'll, you know, understand, like, maybe this is something I want to do. Maybe this is something I don't want to do is going to job fairs, meeting with professionals in whatever, you know, X industry, ask people to get coffee with you so you can, you know, pick their brain about what they do day to day and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I think that's super important um, when you're trying to narrow down, like, you know, what exactly you want to do post-grad. And there's no rush. I know your parents or whoever may be on your back saying, like, you better have a job or or whatnot. Um, Mm -hmm. Plenty of people I know, you know, kind of took a little gap semester or half year um, after they graduated just to kind of you know sort through their life and um, they had the ability to do that um, which which was nice but I mean even if you don't I think you can get um, you know any sort of job and kind of look for a more permanent job um, yeah at the same time so yeah and I feel like I mean we all worry that we have to know even in college I went in and I didn't know my major I switched mm-hmm. multiple times cuz I didn't know what I was doing and mm-hmm. I still I have this major and it's just so broad that I'm like oh it's perfect I still don't know what I want to do and yeah. I feel like by high school everyone's like oh my gosh you need to know what you do what path you're going down which college which like blah 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 but like it it ends up changing so much yeah no like yeah, I got I, friends who like graduated with like psychology degrees and they're in business now you mm-hmm. know like it really you know like college you're learning all these great skills but it's how you apply them like post-grad right and i think like jobs now i mean obviously they'll, they're hiring you like based off of you know what you know and your experience but i think a, a bigger piece even now is like who you are as a person i think that holds a lot more weight in today's um you know professional world than it than it has mm-hmm. before yeah yeah also, I feel like everyone thinks I'm just, I'm answering questions that people like response. I like have some up here. So this is where I'm coming from with these, mm-hmm. but people are like, oh, I have to get a job the second I get out of college. I mean, like, yeah, financially, maybe you need to, but you don't like, 
actually need to, like, there's time to do other things and like figure life out or go travel or like, you know, because again, you're still young. No, absolutely. Like that's something I wish I did honestly, like took a week or took a, you know, a couple of weeks right after I graduated and just, you know, t- got a one-way flight to Europe or, or wherever mm-hmm. and just kind of experience that. But yeah, like you said, I mean, you're only going to, you know, have that opportunity to, to, you know, graduate and be 20 and have literally no responsibilities at all once in your life. But that being said, also, I think it's important to at least have something set up um, that you can, you know, feel comfortable um, with in the right. back of your head because it, you know, part of like, part of being okay mentally is like this feeling of stability. Right. And I think like having something that's, you know, on paper or, you know, just even a position lined up that you can come back home to or whatever and jump into that and make some money. I think that's, that's pretty important too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just, just like maximizing your opportunities while you can, because again, we're at a young age where we have a lot of opportunities and there's a lot of right now we're at like the max capacity of not max capacity, but we know so many more people just because college mm-hmm. brings us up closer and we're still friends like our high school friends. I mean, like some of us, um, I'm just talking to me, but you have mm-hmm. a lot of connections right then Absolutely. more than you'll probably like, you'll have more later, but you probably not as close. No. Yeah. And I think especially like being at a school where you're in a major, all, all your classes are people who pick that major, right? Mm-hmm. So it's everyone who kind of wants to do the same thing. Like not exactly, but you know, like the same field. And then also on top of that, like your teachers are all like ex-professionals in that field, most likely. So like mm-hmm. you said, like you have so many networking opportunities, like right at your fingers when you are in college, um, whether it be like high school friends, high school friends, parents, um, something I did was, uh, I don't know if, you know, I think using LinkedIn is very important. So if you don't mm-hmm. use LinkedIn, definitely make a LinkedIn account um, and just go crazy. Like I would literally search up like my high school friends, parents added all of them. And, you know, you'd be surprised. Like I had mm-hmm. a couple uh, parents from my hometown be like, Hey Max, if you need a job after college, hit me up. And I already I- had a job at that point, but like, you, you never know you know, who's, who's going to reach out to you. You truly never know. So Mm -hmm. maximizing like the connections and and people that you, you know, put yourself in front of, I think it's super important because anything could happen. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, a lot of our friend group, some of them are, are out of college. They're looking for jobs. Some didn't even take the college route. They took a whole different path. Like Mm -hmm. there's so many paths to being successful and it's not like one driven, dedicated, perfect path, you know, like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, again, like being you and, and just kind of finding what's going to make you excited to get up and, and do, you know, what you were meant to do, I think mm-hmm. is more important than what anyone would have to tell. Like, you have to do this, like you have to be a doctor, you have to be a whatnot, you know. So I think like, like you said, just kind of picking something that you truly enjoy doing. And it doesn't have to be the traditional nine to five path. Exactly. Um, it's, it's not like that anymore. It's, it's much different. It's so much more different with like social media and stuff. Like I'm like so focused in social media career and like mm-hmm. back then that wasn't a thing. And, you know, like, and I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this, but you know, it's, it's the world is changing every minute. No, and- you're no, you're so right. I saw like, I think 2023 is going to be the craziest year because you have 
these kids i'm going to use tiktok as an example because like okay. i've seen so many people on tiktok that are our age make like magnitudes more money than mm-hmm. like people who've been working their entire lives just using like an app and you know like social outreach and like using themselves as their brand right right like, i mean i feel like for social media people people like view it as all fun and games but then like when I actually started doing this podcast and like working like with TikTok and whatever, it's a lot. Like it mm-hmm. is like a full-time job and like people don't realize that until they're actually in like, not not saying like I'm in it yet, but like what I do right now is so much and it takes so much time up and like I can totally see how it's a job. Like it's, it's definitely a full-time yeah, job. No, it's literally a full-time job. Like you have these, these influencers with full like pack schedules like you know what Mm -hmm. is it like brand deals you know recording podcasts like yourself um Mm -hmm. it's fully like a ton of work literally Um, but the life i'm manifesting for myself absolutely (laughs) and you got to start somewhere right it all starts back Mm -hmm. yeah um and then going back to traveling you didn't have very like you didn't really have a summer right you because i saw you in the beginning and then didn't you start your job like very quickly after college mm-hmm. I lived at home so what I graduated in what end of May I think and I started in July March, April, May June July so I had June that was the only month that I had that's crazy home. yeah so I had, a, I had a month I had a month at home just to kind of figure everything out yeah. before I started yeah um, which was nuts honestly I wish I kind of I don't know I feel like I wish I waited at home just to kind of make some more money and save up a little bit more. But yeah, I think throwing yourself into the mix off the jump is the best thing that you can do. Yeah. Um, That's another little piece of advice, but I mean, I think everything's a balance, right? Like whether, like I break my life into mental, social and fit and Mm -hmm. uh, professional, like I said, and you kind of want to balance everything for me. Like my mental health is the most important. Like if, if your mental health's in check and, and you're feeling okay mentally, I think mm-hmm. everything, everything in your life will, will be like, you know, magnitudes better than right. if, you, if, you, if you're not like, if you don't have your head on straight. Right. So I think that's Definitely. something that, I mean, when you're navigating college and through like the ending of college, it's a roller coaster of emotions um, with like your friends and everything coming to a close and like trying to find a job. So if you can, you know, maintain like a good, healthy mental health, I think, then everything will, will fall into place and, and everything mm-hmm. will come naturally. Yeah. And just like take a minute to like take a break and reset. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's so important to give yourself a break and, and just truly believe that everything will, will kind of fall in line um, the yeah. way it's supposed to. Yeah. So for the people who are worried about post-grad life, what's, what's the main piece of advice you have for them? My main piece of advice is I think that leading with a positive attitude is the most important thing that you can do um, across like all aspects of your life. Um, If you're putting out positive energy, right. I know it sounds like super like hippie, but if you're putting out like positive energy and everything that you do in your life, you're attacking with a positive mindset, then Mm -hmm. you're only going to feel better mentally. Your relationships are only going to be better and the quality of your work will only be better. So if you can, really foster like a positive mindset and attach that to everything that you're doing. I think everything will be, at least from my experience, everything falls into line 
mm-hmm. so perfectly and all your worries kind of just fizzle away. Well said, well said. And then I feel like with like change and stuff, change is sticky, change is uncomfortable, but mm-hmm. through all the change, like we've had in the past, we look back and we're like, oh, it grew us out as a person. Oh, I ended up really liking that. Like it may not be butterf- butterflies, rainbows, that's the word, but mm-hmm. it ends up being okay. And like, you will be okay. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. It, it's okay to feel like something's bugging you in the moment. Like, it's okay. Your feelings are obviously validated in the moment. Like, if you're worrying about something down the line. But I promise you, like, you're going to look back and be like, wow, everything did work out. And I'm, I'm so happy I was able to, you know, relax and, you know, just trust that everything would, would kind of fall on the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, thank you, Max, for coming on to the pod. Hey, absolutely. I love, I love this stuff. This is, this is awesome. I'm so glad thank you. we had a little fun. Of course we had a little fun catch up. I haven't seen you in forever since your, your big job. I know you're gonna have to, you know, we're gonna have to get a group down and, and I know. So I hope this advice helped you guys to feel a little more at ease. I love doing episodes like these. So send DMs my way with topic ideas and hey, maybe even some guests you want to see on or hear on. So with that, I love you all and thank you for listening. And remember, stay looking on the bright side and I promise you it'll serve you really well. And that's that. Bye.